We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode. And we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate, private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. Before we begin today's content, here is a quick disclaimer. The information and material presented here is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The content is not a recommendation to buy or to sell. Some of the content may be for credited investors only or may be sponsored posts. Every investment carries risks. Results have not been verified. So carefully weigh those risks against your investment goals and objectives and see if acting on the information matches with your investment thesis. Do your due diligence prior to investing. And as always, do not invest more than you can afford to lose. Welcome, everybody, to this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. And I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom. First is financial, emotional, location, and time freedom. And initially, our cohort was physicians, but now our brand has grown so much that it's encompassed physicians as well as other investors, entrepreneurs, people doing very fascinating things. So um, today we have a very interesting guest, um, Michael Kwan. And uh, one 
I'll let him introduce himself, but we met at FinCon. He was a speaker there. And uh, what's interesting is he is a um, he is a financial coach, financial educator, and he's an NFT expert. And um, he ditched a nine to five career at 36. And he's also the author of the um, Financial Independence Retire Early Planner. So if you haven't checked it out, you can check it go on to Amazon, check it out. It's really cool. I've seen it as well. So Michael, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Chris. This is great to be here. <laughs> yeah. It, it's great to reconnect after almost, I think it was almost a year now, close to a year. And um, yeah, we met at FinCon and I've seen what you've been up to on Instagram and it looks like you've been on a lot of podcasts. And, um, you know, we initially, when we talked at FinCon, we talked about NFTs. And at that point I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I got, I bought a couple of NFTs this year and I'm, I'm like, wow, this is very fascinating. So I really wanted to get you on the show. So um, tell everybody about your story, your background, your journey, and then we'll get started. Absolutely. Well, <clears throat> my story actually doesn't start with NFTs, as you guys know. <laughs> NFTs are a very recent thing. So yeah. I'll take you back a little bit. So just out of college, I didn't really know what I wanted to do in terms of a career and whatnot. So I stayed undeclared as long as I could. <laughs> and so I went to UC San Diego in California. And finally, I ended up getting an economics degree because that was the uh, that was the degree that I could get with the fewest number of credits. <laughs> so I was like, I need to get out. <laughs> so, so I ended up getting out. And then I realized, I'm like, you know what? I don't really want to do what a lot of my friends are doing, which is just going to work and getting a corporate job, nine to five. And so I was like, you know, where's, where's the money flowing, right? <laughs> and at the time, and I'm going to date myself a little bit, it was back in the mid to late 90s. And so during this time was the dot-com boom, the really exciting time, the internet era where things were just really taking off. And so I was like, you know what, I'm going to go veer into this area. Even though I didn't know anything tech, I was actually a gamer in college. So I was like, well, I can take apart a computer. And lo and behold, I mean, I was able to get a job in the tech sector just because of those, that skill set. And so that's what really kind of got me into the tech industry. Now, shortly thereafter, it was maybe like a year and a half after, you know, having my first job, 9-11 happened. And mm -hmm. so, you know, unfortunately, all the tech sector basically started imploding. My company was affected really bad. We had basically, I think half of the company got laid off. And so we were on the seventh round of layoffs, sixth or seventh. And I was like, you know what? Do I really want to stick around and see if my name's on that next round? And so I got a couple of my friends that said, you know what? I think we can actually do something on our own because we were the team that was handling all of the IT support and infrastructure. And so being that we were more of kind of like a support mechanism, it's a very critical functioning part of the company. So it's not like, you know, we're going out and consulting with other clients. And so we were the only profitable division in our company at the time. So what happened was we decided to take off and do our own company. And that's what really started the journey for financial independence and financial freedom. We ended up running this company for over 10 years and just slowly growing. I mean, we literally started out with no office, slowly started growing. We started hiring people, had to fire a couple of people because we didn't know what we were doing. And over time, we were able to build, you know, a decent sized team. And then we ended up having an office in Chicago as well as San Diego. And by the time that 10 years was over, we ended up selling it to a private equity company in New York City. And so that really gave me, <clears throat> excuse me, that really gave me the option to work or not. And I will say that, you know, cashing out obviously was, was a nice help, but it wasn't just that. It was that I was saving about 30 to 40% of my income 
over those last 10 years, right? And I was just pushing it into stocks and investments and different, you know, types of index funds and, and whatever else and just forgetting about it. And then at the tail end as well, I started to get into real estate. So I started buying some cash flowing real estate. And so by the time I exited, I was like, you know what? This is a very interesting time. I can actually not work if I don't have to. Mm-hmm. And so my daughter was one at the time. And I said, you know what? I've got a really unique opportunity here to focus on family. And I can always go back to work if I want to. And that's what I decided to do. I decided to kind of focus on the family first. And in the process of doing that, it was just, you know, super rewarding. But then I also got a little stir crazy because, you know, being home with like my daughter and whatnot, you know, she's a little infant and whatnot. It's, you know, you want to do something else. You still want an adult, right? So <laughs> I started my blog, which is called financiallyalert.com. And I started talking about financial freedom, financial independence, and how to retire early if that's the path that you want to choose. And so that's what really got me kicked off into the fire space. And now it's been about nine years since, you know, I exited from a traditional nine to five career. And the great thing about that, Chris, is that I get to touch a lot of different things. I get to try a lot of different side hustles. And then more recently, to take us up to present time, is I started trading NFTs. And the really cool story about that was I never intended on doing NFTs because NFTs are highly speculative. I'm like, you know, I'm a very conservative, traditional type of investor. I'm just index funds. Like, I'm not touching anything that's going to be really too crazy. And what happened, though, was my cousin got me into this because he had purchased an NFT that was this picture of an ape. And back then I was like, why would you buy this thing? He was like, well, you know, I bought this for like $2,000. I'm like, are you kidding me? What are you doing? You're like wasting your money on a stupid picture. I can just copy it to my desktop. He's like, no, 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 you don't get it. He's like, this is tied to the blockchain. I'm like, what's the blockchain? (laughs) So lo and behold, you know, he had purchased what many people now know is called a bored ape. And so his $2,000 has literally returned him, you know, seven figures or more. (laughs) And so it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So I'm like, okay, along the way, you know, before I had the full seven figures, I was starting to catch on and I was like, okay, well, maybe there's something to this. And so I started to start dabbling it. And then I started to have a couple successes here and there. And then I was like, you know, this is kind of fun too. And I also realized, and just really quickly, you know, for everyone listening, this is not financial advice and you're going to have to figure out for yourself what's right for you. But for me, because I had some freedom, because I had some extra spare money that I could play with. I was like, well, then let me play with this. Right. <laughs> and this is a really fun place, place to, to play in. And at the time it's a little bit different now. We can talk about that later. At the time, the risk to reward was really out of whack, meaning that you could put a very little money and get a huge return. And so that's how I got into NFTs, Chris. And ever yeah. since for the last like year or so I've been, in this space. And then people started realizing what I was doing. They said, Hey, can you teach me as well? So I said, sure. And then pretty soon I started a group called NFTs unlocked. And then I created a course on how to, you know, understand what NFTs are and then the best ways you can kind of go about trading it and get educated and stay safe. That's one of the biggest things is to stay safe. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, that's what I pretty much do now is trade NFTs myself, but then also help other people do it as well. And so we've got a group of you know, 40 some people that we get together every week and um, we talk about NFTs and strategies. 
that's oh, that's so awesome. Yeah, I know the because uh, before I met you, I think FinCon was back summer of last year, and then uh, you were you introduced me, and I was like, and I actually wrote a piece on you know NFTs and you know uh, you know making six figures, and um, and you know a lot of my colleagues they were like incredulous. So and then uh, it's fascinating because when you actually buy an NFT, you're it's so cool. You have like this yeah this feeling that you're part of a brand and a community and it's like it's really fun and you know you're trading it so um but i know a lot of listeners they they don't know what an nft is so just you know just basic you know what is an nft and we'll, we'll go from there absolutely yeah yeah and it's you know as we talk about this the great thing is that even if you guys are listening to this for the first time nfts are still really early there's actually not that many people that trade in the space and what i mean by that is there's not mass adoption yet so again, I think there's a really great potential upside for people that are early adopters of technology. And I'll rewind you back to my early tech days when we had the dot-com boom, things are going you know, really well for tech companies, but then we had 9-11, right? And the whole economy crashed back down. Mm-hmm. Guess what? I picked up Amazon at $10 a share when it crashed because I was in the tech sector. I kind of knew it was going to happen. I was like, they're not going anywhere. They're starting to build out cloud infrastructure. Now, my only mistake was I only bought like 30 shares or something. I should have bought like a whole bunch more, but whatever. The point is, is that when you're in early, sometimes you have the opportunity to ride a wave up. And with NFTs as well, we're going to potentially see a correction come back down, but the technology is not going away. So let me quickly explain what NFTs are and the technology behind it and why potentially you want to at least know what it is. Even if you don't invest in it, you want to know what it is. So an NFT just stands for non-fungible token. And I think at some point, people are not even going to use the word NFT because it sounds so you know cryptic, right? Non-fungible. What does that mean? Well, something that's fungible means that it has some sort of value that's interchangeable. So think of like a normal US dollar, right? You could take $1 bill for another dollar bill, exchange them, and they have the same exact value. Bitcoin is fungible because you get one Bitcoin, you can exchange it for another Bitcoin, and it's fungible. But what a non-fungible token is, is a token that has some unique properties, and you can define some very specific characteristics to it that makes it not swappable, meaning that like I can create something on the Ethereum blockchain called an NFT, and it can have specific digital rights that says, hey, Chris owns this specific NFT. And there's some very specific traits that go along with this NFT. And so if you try to trade it with me, even though it's from the same brand, they're a little bit different. They're unique. So you can have different assignments of value to each of those. And of course, ultimately, the market is going to value what these NFTs are worth. Now, what we're seeing typically in the marketplace right now is it's being represented by art. So a lot of times we'll see these things we call PFPs or profile pictures. And so people want to, you know, rock their little profile picture. Like I was just mentioning, the Bored Apes is the biggest NFT brand out there. And so celebrities like Jimmy Fallon, like Justin Bieber, like, you know, they want to rock this ape, Jay-Z. Like they have pictures of their ape on Twitter because it's like a status symbol. So the reason why, you know, it's real is because everything is logged onto the blockchain. So you're, you might be asking, okay, well, what's the blockchain, right? So... <laughs> If we think about the blockchain, all we're talking about is the technology that we use to create cryptocurrency. And so when we talk about Bitcoin, this is something that's a digital asset, kind of like a digital gold is what we like to call it. And you can assign ownership. You can say, okay, Chris owns this one Bitcoin or fraction thereof. 
and everyone can see that information. It's so basically it's an online database that everyone has access to, but not everyone can write to. So think of it almost as like a big giant Google spreadsheet that everyone has like you know access to read read only access, and then you can see hey this person owns this this person owns that, and then when it comes time to write something or buy something, then there's very special mechanisms that have to occur. We have to get these people or entities called miners involved to basically write the information to blockchain. And the reason why it's called blockchain is because every time you write something, it's a new block of information and the old information stays intact. So it's a chain. It keeps building and building. So with NFTs, again, NFTs are built on the blockchain and where we're seeing this most commonly is on the Ethereum blockchain. So remember, I just said that Bitcoin is fungible, meaning that you can trade it, interchange it. But Bitcoin doesn't have any ability to create unique traits. And so with Ethereum, which is the second largest cryptocurrency out there, what you can do is you can take Ethereum and you can write an NFT. And the NFT can say, okay, this is assigning you ownership to this image, plus these specific traits, plus you can put in these things called smart contracts, although they're technically not very smart, but you can put in some business logic and say, okay, well, if Chris trades this, then it's going to trigger this event next. And so what we're seeing with this technology is that people are getting very creative on what you can do with NFTs. And it's going to go well beyond art. It's going to be coming into, and it's already starting, you know, people can use NFTs for tickets. People can use NFTs for rights, digital rights to something. It could be, you know, access to a club. It could be a club membership where you get specific, what we like to call utility. Utility in an economics term is like the value that, you know, someone gets out of a specific good or service. And so there's people right now that are just creating all these different NFTs, trying to create different ideas. And so this is why it's so exciting is because people are constantly, I would say they're, they're chasing utility, but most people, to be honest, are, they're chasing the money, right? Mm-hmm. But in the process of that, What's happening is that, oh, and the other, sorry, one other thing too as well, gaming is really big right now and people are creating games. And so, for example, if you guys have any kids that are playing Fortnite or Minecraft or Roblox and they're out there buying digital goods like a skin or a weapon or even just putting their money into Roblox or whatever it is, these kids don't have to be trained in what NFTs are. They're already buying them except they don't actually own them. But at some point, they're going to be able to own them and they're going to be able to trade them for cryptocurrency and whatnot. So this is kind of where it's going to, Chris. And this is why I'm so excited. I love the technology portion. I don't know where the markets are going to go long-term, like short-term, but long-term, they're here They're here to stay. And so I think if you at least educate yourself, then you can put yourself in a position to act quickly when these opportunities arise. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I hope you're enjoying this great episode with Michael Kwan. As a brief interruption... Michael Kwan has a new course titled NFTs Unlocked, which is a premium membership that gives you full access to classes, training, an online portal, private discord to learn about NFTs 
its unique, exciting technology, how to make money in NFTs, as well as how to prevent yourself from getting scammed by bad actors, scam artists, and how to practice digital safe practices to keep your digital assets safe. To join the membership, you'll be charged an initial one-time fee of $7.99, by, followed by monthly dues of $59 per month, starting 30 days after the membership has begun. And you can feel free to cancel at any time. As a special guest to all of our listen- listeners, Michael is giving us coupon codes $200 off for the join fees. So instead of $7.99, it's now $5.99. By using the code Dr. Chris, D-R-C-H-R-I-S, or Dr. Chris, D-O-C-T-O-R-C-H-R-S. Either will work. If you go to the website, www.nftsunlock.com, and try the coupon code, we hope you enjoy it. Now back to our show. That was a wonderful uh, synopsis. And um, so one thing is, uh, you mentioned one thing that was really interesting was, you know, even though uh, you, like, let's say, you know, the listeners, they're skeptic or they, they don't want to invest in an NFT or buy one, but it's good to know about it and learn about it. So like, what are the, what are the, and you mentioned a lot of good use cases. What are some of the, cause I know, um, you know, there's a lot of bad actors. What are some of the pitfalls to watch out for, to look for when getting into this space? Absolutely. So with fast money <laughs> comes <laughs> lots of scammers, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what happens is anytime that you're buying and selling things on the blockchain, what happens is once you pull that trigger, it's, I wouldn't say necessarily instant, but once it goes through, it's pretty much permanent. There's no way to reverse it. It's, it's literally locked into that blockchain that we were talking about. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can't, there's no refunds. Right. So you got to make sure that what you're doing is what you intended on doing. And sometimes these bad actors are going in and writing bad code. So like maybe you click on a bad link and all of a sudden it drains your wallet. So we use these things on the blockchain called wallets that basically say, Hey, I'm the owner of this little segment of the blockchain. And this is how you know that it's a sign. So for example, wallets will have a really long string. It's like a really long number, um, you know, different numbers and symbols and then um, letters. And so well, we're like, okay, well, I know Chris, he's the owner of this one, right? So you can assign the NFT to that. Now, if someone nefariously goes in and tricks Chris to like click on a link, they can transfer that out of his wallet and assign it to someone else, but there's nothing you can really do. So there's a lot of things that you have to do to stay up to speed, to ensure that you're not getting scammed. I mean, literally I get messages every single day from scammers trying to like trick me and click on their links. And so part of the reason why I actually created my investment group, NFTs Unlocked, was to help people to stay safe. Yeah, Because especially in the beginning, that's when you're most vulnerable because you don't really know. And there's been times, to be honest, I mean, I used to, my company used to work in IT security, right? So um, there were times I got super, super close to almost, you know, getting scammed. And I'm, I'm not even going to say, I, I may get scammed at some point. It's, it's almost like a rite of passage at this point. But there's things that you can do to mitigate those risks. You can spread your your assets across multiple wallets. You can, you know, protect yourself with what's called a hardware wallet so that you have to approve a transaction physically instead of just on your computer. And so there's a number of different things that you can do to mitigate those risks at this point. But again, it comes back to being knowledgeable and educating yourself first. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. It's uh really like, especially on discord, like some of the things is like, they say, turn off your DMS because 99% of direct messages on discord are scammers. Uh, I know a lot of like people go on the Twitter and they put like, you know, really bad links. So watch out for that. Um, and really you know, never like it, you know, goes without saying, don't reveal your private key, you know, your secret and all of that stuff. So, um, but yeah, definitely number one thing is yeah, safety and security. So now that someone knows kind of the, you know, this to sort of the pitfalls, how would someone start? Uh, I know you have a, a group as well, and which is, sounds quite interesting. Um, you know, how do people go about learning about this technology? Just like, just to understand the process and what goes on behind the scenes. Absolutely. You know, for me, of course, my cousin was kind of walking me through hand in hand in the beginning. So he kind of gave me a lot of the good fundamentals and some of the strategies up front. But then I did a deep dive, right? I went to YouTube. I watched like probably like hundreds of hours of different videos on cryptocurrency, understanding the blockchain, and then starting to understand NFTs as it, you know, laid on to that. So I went deep into that. And then I realized, you know, this process takes forever and not everyone has the luxury that I do, right. To just kind of sit around during the day and watch all these YouTube videos. Like, well, what can I do to help people? And so that's why I created a course that kind of takes people through understanding what it is in a very easy to understand way. Um, and there's other courses out there as well. Um, and I also, you know, I really, again, I didn't, I was a little hesitant to create this group because again, this is a very highly speculative type of investment, but at the same time, there's some significant returns that you can have. And I also realized that people are going to do this anyways, because people like to chase money. So (laughs) even though my heart and passion is to help people to find financial freedom and financial independence, Uh you know, if I can help them to get a win with NFTs and then say, Hey, by the way, maybe you should diversify. You should exit some of that profit, put it in cash flowing real estate or index funds over the long term then, you know, I I put that in there as well during my weekly calls, (laughs) but, um, you know, I just wanted to make sure that people are protected as best as they can when they come into the space. Cause again, it's the people that, you know, unfortunately don't pay attention or not, not necessarily they don't pay attention, but they're just naive, right? They don't know what, what can happen. And even the people that are educated, you can still get scammed. Yeah. Uh, Sadly enough, we, we had a member in our group that was actually pretty involved and he's still involved and he, he unfortunately didn't put his NFTs on a hardware wallet. So no. he had it on what we call a hot wallet, meaning that it's directly on your computer no. and you can prove things directly in your computer. And he had some NFTs that were worth, you know, tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah. And unfortunately, we still don't know to this day, like how he got compromised, but he got compromised on his computer or on his phone. He must potentially click something and no. he lost basically a hundred thousand dollars worth of NFTs. Like it was gone. Yeah. And, you know, he had built this up and, you know, he was devastated. Right. I mean, Mm -hmm. this was like real life money that, you know, his family, you know, could have used. Right. And the the, the only silver line to the story is that he realized that, you know what, I did exit some of this profit. He was able to pay off all of his debt. Oh, okay. And, um, you know, so he still came out ahead in NFTs overall, but yeah. I mean, of course you get wiped out most of your profits. Like after that, it still doesn't feel good. And now he tells me though, he's like, I want you to share this story with anyone and everyone that will listen, because I don't want anyone to ever go through that feeling, you know, ever yeah. again. And so, you know, I, I created a separate tutorial and how to, 
you know, do things on a hardware wallet and then connect it back and buy and trade yeah. your entities through there. Um, so, you know, he's going to take that experience. And, you know, one of the other good things is that he just, be, he, he just appreciated. He's like, you know what, in the grand scheme of things, yes, this is a hundred thousand dollars worth of NFTs, but uh-huh. I sell my family. I sell my health. Yeah. I'm okay. So again, you got to, whenever you're investing in NFTs, what I really like to tell people and what my cousin told me is, you know, all the money that you're putting into this should be fun money, meaning that it's money that you can afford to lose. And if it's gone, so be it. But then you just also know that the reason why it's called fun money is because it can get really fun when you get like a 10 X, a 20 X, a X like return. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, this has been a great discussion really, especially in terms of the safety and the security. Um, and I know a lot of people may be interested in, you know, either finding out more about you, contacting you, maybe even joining your club. So how can people contact you? Absolutely. So if you want to find out more information, my site, my investment group is called nftsunlocked.com. So you can go there and we'll do a, we'll do a special, uh, discount code for you guys. So if you want to use the code, Dr. Chris with no uh-huh. periods or whatnot, we'll just do Dr. Chris, right. Uh-huh. Um, we'll give you guys $200 off the join fee to, to start. Yeah. So it's DR Chris DR. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'll put that, uh, all those uh, links will be included in the show notes. So um, yeah, thanks so much. This has been a fascinating uh, conversation. I look forward to FinCon this year, you know, catching up. And I think FinCon just is a great community of just creatives and people very financially, you know, business savvy. So, um, and I'm glad I was able to meet you. So um, thanks so much. And we look forward to hearing more about your successes. Thank you so much, Chris. It was my pleasure. Thanks for having me. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. What a fantastic show. I hope you enjoyed our very special guest. Just remember, as a shout out to our this week's sponsor, CityVest.com. CityVest gives you access to the best real estate private equity funds with enhanced investment terms, verified due diligence, and lower risk. You can check them out at CityVest.com or click on the link in the show notes below to hear about their upcoming investment offerings. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrisluemdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.